Tyler. Put the kids to bed. It's podcasting time. So I got this new chair, and all of us, it was good when I first put it together. And then all of a sudden, it kind of started squeaking a little bit. So I tried to hit her with the old WD. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I will try not to move during this podcast, but everybody be advised that if it creaks a little bit, I'm I'm well aware. And Honest, uh, I do honestly, better. Those chair squeaks might be the worst thing going on in the world. That's all I can think of. <laughs> this is, this is, uh, this isn't going to be as bad as the original chair, but it's on everybody's mind now. So, and then I brought it up, so that's probably not going to help either. <laughs> oh God, our fans are going to be furious. Um, I want to let everyone know I'm off a bunch of cough syrup. I've been eating menthol cough drops all day. My head's all dizzy. My throat feels like it's full of glass, but I am fucking ready. It takes don't sleep. Takes don't (laughs) sleep. All right. Well, um, it's episode three, right? Episode three. I believe so. All right. Well, sorry sorry for the minor hiatus. I was I was down real bad, team. I didn't want to share it with everyone, but I was in jail. Yeah, because my takes were too hot. They had to shut me down. Man, the man had to shut Tyler down. Take police. <laughs> they lock me up, put me in the gulag, taking hot dicks. Dude, when we get when we get into this, we should talk about the, the gulag or the goulash, as I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, episode three. Um, guess uh, without further ado get into it let's get into it We got a uh, uh, go on. What were you gonna say? Okay, no, uh, glo- do you have a globe behind you? Uh, yes, holy fuck. That way, um, when I'm geographically not correct on everything that I say, <laughs> I have yeah, a North, globe. North Dakota, Texas's hat. <laughs> I saw, I follow this, uh, this, uh, it's like a satirical, like, boomers page on Facebook. Good. And like they shared like the fake map. They're like, <laughs> like the United States is way bigger than all the other continents. And then they like <laughs> put all the continents inside of the United States. And uh, it's, <laughs> it's I respect that. Know your enemy because they're all going to be gone soon. 
Um, the Kung Flu is going to get them. I, uh, so we got the website up, tcthepremix.com. Um, I just grabbed something real quick so that we could get that domain. So it may or may not, it will change eventually. Um, but just kind of got some quick links to like the YouTube with, uh, with the first few episodes on there and then a little bit of merch. Um, but I figured I'd just shout Uh, that out. When I was in, when I was in the take jail, uh, I was talking to an inside source and I'm hearing the TNC premix shirts are going to be the hottest rage this summer. If you're on a lake, maybe a pond and you ain't got one of those bad boys cut off. Couldn't be me. I guess, um, I don't know. We kind of just threw the premix out there, like as a name. But I guess it, it, the thinking behind it was originally it was kind of like a an homage, if you will, to the remix to Ignition. Not necessarily an homage to R. Kelly because <laughs> it's controversial. We we have said on we have stated on this podcast we are not for pedophiles. We have <laughs> we have an anti-pedophile leaning on this podcast. That's going to upset some people, but I'm here. I'm staying by that one. I mean, I think you're allowed to still be a fan of the music, kind of like some people are with Michael Jackson, with the, you know, I guess I should say alleged uh, similar things. Yeah, Yeah, this is all alleged. We will not be getting sued for that. Uh, Yeah, you got to separate. You have to separate the art from the artist. Uh, I believe a lot of people have said that. That's why like a lot of, I mean, some people bought Hitler's paintings. That's bad, but they did. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the worst possible uh, thing, but they did do it. I didn't really know that Hitler was an artiste. Yeah, that's why he hated Jews, because they shunned him. When he was, he was drawing landscapes, and they're like, fuck this guy. And he's like, well, you know what? He took bullying pretty seriously. Like <laughs> that'd be like that'd be like if all the kids I jammed in lockers when I was in eighth grade were just like, you know what? We just hate dudes named Tyler. I'd be fucked. I would try to change my I would try to change my name to Lance Tolly again. I'd get sued by Lance Tolly again. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't that. need any more defamation of his character. Yeah. Shout out my boy Lance. Shout out our boy Lance. He's getting off quarantine right now. He has the deepest Sunday scaries. He's been on vacation for a month. He's, really? Yeah. He's been on actual vacation. He got back right into quarantine. He's locked down. It's worst. Also, I don't know if you if this happens to you, but as soon as I hang up and like am not saying words in the podcast, I immediately forget what I say. Like I, I hang up and I'm just like, what the fuck did I just say for an hour and a half? And no, same here. That's why. Well, most of the time, I'll, I'll when I cut the audio and put it back together, I'll, I'll listen to, um, you know, obviously listen to the whole thing. Just kind of depends on where I'm at. If I'm like, yeah, I don't, because at this point in time, I haven't. It's unedited, so if there's any, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, if anything gets said, I just, I just let it rip. So. <laughs> Like sometimes I, I I just like to listen back just to see you know how it was or what the audio or how creaky my fucking chair was. 
how I somehow sign I somehow sound high pitched, whiny, but also kind of like a douchebag. Well, you know what? I respect my voice now. Um, I know that um, you know this is this is obviously a light hearted, uh, satirical at times, uh, joking <laughs> podcast, but it would be outside of my character if I didn't address that uh, the Ronies took the pickup man Joe Diffie, and that's uh, it's a tough I, day. I was also going to shout out our boy Joe, Joe Diffie. A little John Deere green, a hot summer night. Whew. Whew. It really, uh, you know, all the Ronies was all fun, fun and games. And then, uh, you know, you take the pickup man like that. I, I didn't realize he was, uh, he's only a year older than my dad. So that kind of puts things into perspective. It's like, holy yeah. shit. I think we did say the Ronies are for real now. I think last podcast, we fully admitted that the Ronies, it's bad. <laughs> Doubly confirmed now. Yeah, I was gonna say. But yeah, R.I.P. You know, T's and P's to his family. That really fucking sucks. Um, hopefully, yeah. hopefully that brings John Deere Green into the spotlight. Song of the summer. And people forget bigger than the Beatles. That is a banger, all time, all time Joe Diffie banger. Um, you know, we we obviously went hard into the the Tiger King, but it it's like we were we were kind of like. Uh, kind of got ahead of it and put that podcast out and uh it's just uh, it's just like exploded really you know i think after everybody being quarantined and it really going i guess somewhat viral via netflix but or like us. how i like to think us i think it was it was all us <laughs> credit us yeah. um like the case on carol's missing husband they're they're like reopening that because they got all the the focus on the media attention. And then also, uh, big time shocker, Joe actually didn't <laughs> sing those songs. So. Oh, I saw that. They were mixing <laughs> They were mixing his voice. Yeah, yeah supposedly they paid another like country artist to like sing it, and then he just voiced over it in the videos. Which, of all the things that happened, that's probably the least shocking. One time, when I was a younger man... Full of life, full head of hair. I convinced a girl that I actually ghost wrote most of Wale the rapper's songs, and she believed me because I was listening to obscure ones and I was seeing the lyrics. And I also was like, "But see, I didn't say like I didn't say this. He kind of changed that, so I only got partial songwriting credit." She believed me. I'm a, hell of a liar. I'm a hell of a liar, or she just wanted me to be done talking. We'll never know. Shout out that girl. Also, I, I, wrote, I wrote this down because I, I saw this on Twitter today. This is going to be a big shock. Joe Exotic loves saying the N-word. Did you Ooh. see that video? Uh-uh. Uh, yeah, it looked like he was filming something for one of his uh, runs for political office. And he said the famous phrase that every person that ever says the hard R with the N-word says. Well, if they can say it, why can't I? Not a great look. Not a great. But in all fairness, he is a meth-addicted gay man who raises tigers from Oklahoma. You could tell he definitely said the N-word. Like, you just got to know he definitely said that. Yeah. 
I, I did write that down because I saw that video and I was like, ooh, 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 baby. That's tough. <laughs> if he if he doesn't have a hard enough road ahead of him, yeah. Now he's now he's a gay redneck racist. Racist, yeah. You truly a, a one of a kind man, a one of a kind man. Um, I was perusing. Granted, we've had uh, with the hiatus and not getting our recording in on Sunday. Um, I was just trying to like find anything to talk about outside of the coronavirus and. Like the world news and everything is like, there was like, it was like really hard, but I guess since we got like a little bit longer time, there was like some more, some more stuff that I found. But one of the things that I was looking up was, uh, I know it's, it's near and dear to your heart. Um, you know, the coral reef, um, in Australia. Oh no. Su- suffering again? a large bleaching again. Oh, um, not like God. the good kind of bleaching, like with chicks buttholes, but like, <laughs> Like, I guess bleaching the term um, essentially. Um, yeah, the, the, coral, the coral turns white. Yep. Dropping a, dropping a little bit of uh, Bill Nye facts on you here. Uh, coral polyps expel the algae that lives inside their tissues. Mm-hmm. So coral and algae have an endosymbiotic relationship. Um, so they cool, they hang out. Um, <laughs> but the coral actually eats the algae and then it gives it it's like color and it's life um but allegedly algae's kind of a little bitch and uh the temperature is like two degrees up and it's like a little polluted it just bails it's like i'm out here dude i've you've heard me say it a thousand times i fucking hate when algae just bails on its friends <laughs> i fucking it gets me so mad it's like yeah dude it's a little hot we get it uh just hang out I fucking love hot tubs, algae. Fucking figure it out. I was going to say, if they need some algae, I'll give them the fucking plug to Lake Herman. They can have all the algae. (laughs) Get some of that good green algae that if you rub in your eyes, you go blind. Yeah. That's the good (laughs) stuff. Or another uh, riveting uh, news story that I saw. Uh, Hurricane Dorian, which I had to look that up. Because most people that are outside of the Midwest probably don't realize that we don't give a fuck about hurricanes. Like, not that we're insensitive, just that we don't have any way of being really, truly affected by a hurricane, being that we're landlocked by thousands of miles. (laughs) Uh, I'll say it. I don't care about hurricanes at all. (laughs) Unless they're drinking 40s. Yeah. Unless we're talking that good shit. Uh, So I had to look up um, Hurricane Dorian... Um, actually, uh, I don't know how you say it happened in, uh, August, 2019 in the Atlantic ocean. Uh, supposedly at that time, a cow got blown out four miles into the ocean and, uh, <laughs> somehow swam back to sea. And the reason I come it's a story now is because the cow was pregnant and gave birth to the cow. So, oh, wow. Um, Good for and all I could cow. think, yeah, all I could think of was, like, that's like a mystical cow. Like, maybe if I, like, yeah. ate that cow, I'd get, like, special powers. You could certainly swim better. <laughs> which I which I don't know if you know this, but I'm not the best swimmer, so I'd, I need to run Here, down this cow. Here's the thing about that. Um, that, if you, I'm, a, I'm definitely smarter than most cows. 
I would say, blanket <laughs> statement, I'm smarter than 95% of every cow that's ever existed. If you put me four miles out in the ocean, you're just like, no, nothing, like just swim no back and you'll live. Dude, I'll die. I'll die immediately. Dude, uh, I'm out of shape. I can't tread water that long. I mean, I get caught in a current. Yeah, I wouldn't even try. I would just like try to float on my back for a while. Yeah. Probably soil just, myself, chum up the sharks. I'd be done. <laughs> they call poop uh what's it like brown brown chum there's an actual name for it <laughs> do you want me to call the charks yeah it is there is 100 percent four miles on the ocean. first of all if i'm on too big of a lake and i can't see land i freak out a little bit four miles in the ocean there is at least 70 miles of ocean beneath my feet i'll never sink to the bottom i I remember uh, I was on a bachelor party with a couple of my buddies one time and had a couple cocktails and uh, it was me and another guy. Uh, we were in like a little paddle boat and we were just like paddling out in like this this tiny little like little lake. Little and it was more like a dugout than a lake. It wasn't very big and uh, <laughs> just a dugout in the field for cows. <laughs> yeah, and I uh, I was feeling pretty loose and I like bailed out of the boat. Um, and like went to like swim swim across, uh, and I realized like when I got like halfway, I was like, "Wow, I'm way too out of shape for this." And I almost didn't make it like to the shoreline. I was like, "I was like, maybe drunk Cody shouldn't be bailing out in the middle of the lake without a life jacket on." In the deep end of a pool, twelve feet might as well be a thousand miles. I yeah no I I'm afraid of the ocean. Maybe that's because we live an equal distance from the Pacific and the uh, Atlantic. I'm afraid of the oceans. I, I've seen Jaws, the documentary. Uh, that really happened. That's why people eat sharks, I think. I'm not totally sure. I went to the Jaws ride at Universal Studios. Pretty sure that was pretty real. Uh, at least my fear was as a 12-year-old. When I clutched, when I clutched my father for any sort of comfort, and he pushed me away, maybe called me gay. But nope, nope. That cow, that cow deserves to live more than me. Honestly, I was, I was thinking maybe. I mean, that's a pretty athletic cow. They might as well breed that. Maybe get like some PBR stock out of that. You know? <laughs> Do you think that cow got stronger? Like its cardio got boosted by that swim back? That's what I, like I was thinking was, um, you know, I joked around about like eating it, but I mean, it's probably like super lean. I mean, that's a that's a hell of a jaunt for a cow. Right, tough. Yeah. You put me four miles out in the ocean in a boat, and I probably won't make it back. <laughs> uh, that's why, like, you know, like those you hear about those people that are like, oh, I sailed across the ocean. It was just me and the boat and blah blah blah. How? How the fuck do they do that? Don't know. This I don't know how, me. and I don't know why you would want to do that. I, I mean, I uh, this is actually something I wrote down. I understand that boats work, but I don't understand how. Like, I the, something doesn't make sense about boats. Like, did you see that giant hospital boat that like floated into New York? No. Okay, have you, ever seen, have you ever seen an aircraft carrier? Yes. Okay, how? How does that work? You fucking tell me how that works. 
You mean just something that big and that heavy and how yeah. it just, I don't know. That is baffling. I, I know. There's something about displacing water. I can say those words and people will be like, yes, that's how it works. Zero idea how it works, though. Literally no idea. All I'm doing is mimicking a fact I probably learned when I was seven. <laughs> you asked it's pretty astonishing like if you think about the pure weight of like all that metal and everything and somehow it doesn't sink to the bottom of the sink. ocean yeah they land planes on it it's a good point i'm not saying it's magic but let's not rule out magic <laughs> i also i also in the same vein i was in a weird place today where i didn't have very much to do at work and I drank a shitload of coffee, Dayquil, because I was feeling ill. I wrote down, I understand what a lot of things are, but not what anything does. Like, I understand what a 401k is. I know what a 401k is. I have no idea what it does. I know in the future it'll be good, but I have no idea what it's doing now. Yeah, I don't... I'm definitely not the person to talk on that topic, but I know that it involves uh, somebody else investing the money into certain things, either stocks or commodities or, stonks. or certain stocks. <laughs> definitely stonks. Stonks are up. Stonks All are the down. stonks. Yeah. But that's why uh, everybody was like freaking out about 401ks with the stock market going down or whatever, because supposedly it's, you know, it's all based off of that and what returns you can get based off of uh, investments made by some third party. Um, one of the yeah. one of the old one of the old farmers at work was just like, "Well, you don't have to worry about it, Tyler. You've got plenty of time left." And I looked him dead in the face and said, "I'm trying to retire three years ago. What the fuck? How <laughs> dare you? How dare you tell me I got to work till I almost die?" <laughs> uh, um, I stop me if you heard this before. Stop me if you heard this before. But uh, John Jones got arrested for a DUI again. I wanted to bring that up. I was hoping we were going to get into a little UFC talk because I've got some takes. John Jones, stop doing things. Just fight people. For the love of God, you're my favorite goddamn UFC fighter, and you just can't stop drinking and driving. You can't. And shooting handguns. Choose one. Allegedly. Allegedly. All Finger this is quotes. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Did you did you read like his arrest report? I heard that uh, um, they they it was they were first alerted by like a bunch of gunshots or something, and then they yeah. like they pulled up and asked him if he was if he was drinking or driving or shooting the gun, and he pretty much said that he wasn't doing any of those, but he said that he had drank he was drinking earlier and that he did plan on driving. On driving. <laughs> and then they found the gun underneath the seat, and it's like, well, I mean, this is all kind of tying together. Yeah, I was gonna say we're. We're doing some uh, we're doing some detective work right now, and it seems to me, uh, yeah, I the one I read said that they heard the gunshots. They the police came, and there was like two homeless people kind of like by John Jones's like I think he was in a jeep or something, and they were like, mm, "This is suspicious." And then yeah, John Jones said the classic, "Yes, I've had some drinks. Yes, I was going to drive." Like, duh. <laughs> And then they found a half bottle of, uh, they listed the brand. It's like Regal or something like that. That also might be the dragon from Game of Thrones. But it's something like that. And it's actually Jose, Jorge Masvidal's brand of tequila. 
Ew. Yeah. So boom, we got all sorts of UFC connections. Like John Jones is a is a grown ass man. Very successful, very talented, like super athletic, like arguably the like one of the best UFC fighters of I, all time. I think he is the best UFC fighter of all time. Yeah, as yeah. far as like yeah, title defenses and uh um killing yeah, I mean, other people with his fists. And just yeah, just very, very talented. Um yeah, I mean I just all that being said, it's like he's a he's such a talented guy, and he's had so much success. I mean, he, he's a grown ass man, so he's account he should be accountable for himself. But god damn, does he not have like a crew of guys that like yeah. some guy that can fucking drive him around? Like yeah. a couple guys can be like, hey, John, maybe not take a bunch of rips of tequila and start firing yeah. your gun off in the air. Yeah. Well, if you're gonna do it, do it. If you live in New Mexico, if you drive twenty minutes one way, you can shoot a gun. And no one will ever know. The only people that will ever know are you and your crew that are preventing you from drunk driving. It's not that hard. If I made if I made seventy thousand dollars, I would probably have to buy a driver with thirty of that because <laughs> I would be absolutely ripping and tearing. Yeah, I mean, at some point when you make that much money, you should. I mean. I guess if you have like nice vehicles and you want to drive them for fun, but outside of that, you just be like, Hey, I'm just not going to drive anymore. Yeah, dude. I, that's the first thing you do when you get rich, you never drive anymore. You have your, you've had your, you have your friend that you've had since like seventh grade. You just named turtle. Yeah. <laughs> Baby bro. I don't think you should drive. But yeah, like you just pay one of your friends a very minimal amount of salary, a Joe exotic salary hundred bucks a month and all the expired meat he can eat and he just drives yeah i Ugh. i mean I, I like the first first like uh you know the first few times around you know at first you kind of you know you feel bad and you know you wonder what what was going on and then something like that happens again and then happens again it's like you know i don't i don't really feel bad anymore i just feel bad for like the sport i feel bad for his potential you know, yeah. it's like he he gets he he fucks up and he gets back and he fucks up again. And then he tries to work his way back. And yeah, it's just the the part that I really liked is he kept tweeting things before, like the week before he got arrested about how this would be a great like great time. People are at home, like find, you know, find God in this time and be with your family. Boom, DUI. Like, it's like, come on, bud. You gotta, you gotta fucking roll with it a little bit. Well, I wonder, were they gonna do like a, like a John Jones like Stipe fight, or, or were they, or I guess his Cormier had to fight Stipe again? Yeah, I said they had to do. I, I think, well, I think Cormier literally said he wouldn't fight anymore. He's like, I don't want to, I don't want to fight Stipe anymore. He punches mm-hmm. me, and it hurts a lot because you could tell in there because Cormier won the first fight, and then Stipe figured out real fast in the second fight that every single time Cormier did anything, he could just punch him in the body real hard. And you could tell that Daniel Cormier really did not enjoy that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's like in mortal Kombat or any fighting game where like you've played it a shitload and you're playing your friend who's never played before. And he's just mashing buttons and he's just beating the fuck out of you. And you're like, dude, you're not even doing combos. He's like, yeah, I'm kicking you in the face till you die. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's literally what Stipe did to Cormier. And I think John Jones, Stipe would have been a good fight. Except now John Jones is just going to just keep drinking and driving. Also, how much goddamn money is John Jones worth? I would assume quite a bit of dollars. I'm, I'm guessing $25 million. Light. Light $25 mil. Uh, once again, I will not fact check this, but I will blindly make assumptions. And goddamn, that's, I mean, that's a shitload of money. I could retire for at least six or seven years off that amount. Uh, that's really not enough. I'm sure he's got a lifestyle that he likes. That's probably not enough to retire forever. Oh, God, I got to sneeze. $10 million. Net worth, net worth 10 Yeah, $10 million. Granted, John. It's on the interwebs, so take it for what it's worth. John Jones would probably never hear this. You broke bitch, John. (laughs) Please don't fight me. Got doors slammed in the studio? Fuck. I don't... uh, Looks like the audio is still recording, but I lost my my video. You are completely frozen in a very, very strange face. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say... I was really hoping you're. I'm just gonna pretend I'm frozen from now on, so you can't see me at all. You're frozen too. I should take a little screenshot of it so you can see it. Looks pretty cool. (laughs) But yeah, say audio's good, so we're fucking cooking still. Um, I uh, I wrote down. uh, I was gonna ask you about. Alexa, do you do the uh, Alexa thing? I'll probably just set up everybody's Alexas. If they're... Yeah. Exactly. Alexa, play Remix to Ignition. <laughs> uh, Got I, I have one. I do not have it plugged in because I don't trust it. I say problematic shit when I'm by myself. I don't need Alexa knowing that. Yeah, we... We got a couple of them, and I, I hooked up, like, a, a fan and a light to so you can give it, like, voice commands or whatever. Yeah. And it, we have it in our, our master our master bedroom. But essentially all it is is now Jeff Bezos gets to listen to me, ha- like, have sex. But yeah. that like, doesn't happen very often, so. Which is probably what he designed it for. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm going to roll this out so I can listen to Cody Hall bang. And they're like, everyone in the office was like, what? And he's like, nothing. It's not important. It will turn your lights on. <laughs> you, can, you can order laundry detergent from it it'll be fine it'll be fine and they're like yeah what was that first thing and he was like laundry detergent and they're like sure yeah that's what we meant <laughs> because i also wanted to talk about ufc 249 getting canceled again mm. with my with khabib and ferguson the fight that'll never happen that that fight um if and when it does happen, uh, that'd be that's gonna be a good one. Tony Ferguson is really fucking good, and he's been. I feel like with the whole Conor McGregor, Khabib whole situation there for a while, and then uh, um, is it Masvidal in the same? Yeah, Masvidal's in there. Yeah, that freaking division is stacked with people. But like Connor, obviously, you know, making his return or whatever. But he's so. I mean, when you're that rich, 
I think like the motivation to put in all the work and, and fight and grind isn't the same as it once I was. was. Say, I would find it real hard to fucking run on a treadmill till I threw up and got abs if I had $140 million. I find <laughs> I find it real hard to do that now. And I have slightly less than $140 million. Yeah, I would be like the Andy Ruiz Jr. of the UFC. <laughs> I'd say, listen, I got one punch. I'm pudgy, and if I but if I catch you with that one, that or like country Roy Nelson with the blind overhand right. Yeah, I just hope for the best. Stuck my head. <laughs> I just throw it blindly, and if it connects, I win. If it doesn't, I, I'm I gassed fall down. I, I fall down. <laughs> I land on my stomach, I make a noise, and I get kicked in the face. Well, that was talking UFC. This is what <laughs> this is this is what happens when sports gets canceled. We have to just I mean, I've been I I literally watched as I was as we were as you were putting your kid children to bed, I was watching the replay of the Anderson Silva uh I can't say his name, Israel and Dendaba Stylebender. That's all I call him. I was watching the replay of that fight. Oh, the Romero one? No, no. Yeah, he just fought Romero, but this was an older one. Where he fought oh, an old one with Adesanya or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. did you see that Romero one? I did. That was fucking terrible. I'm glad I, that uh, I did not pay for that pay-per-view because I would have been very fucking pissed. I, your Romero is fucking terrifying. Like, legitimately, like, he is shaped like a werewolf. He is absolutely massive, but somehow wide and just very, very scary and very fast. The rules I have, the rules I've lived my life by is you either get to be huge and slow or small and fast. You don't get to be both. You don't get to be <laughs> huge and fast. That goes against the nature of God. Pretty sure David and Goliath talked about that in the Bible. They meet up. And they say, I'm huge. And David says, well, I'm, I'm fast. And then they fought it out. I think that checks out. I was going to say, I also did not pay a lot of attention to CCD. I was too busy talking to the honeys, a.k.a. my friends who are dudes. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, this whole social distancing thing. I miss, I miss the fellas. I miss the boys. Can't go it's to tough. Casino. Yeah, like can't I can't go anywhere because everyone else has responsible, healthy lives with children and stuff. And God forbid that I bring my gross ass body there and get a kid sick, I'd feel terrible. I'm pretty sure the parents would be mad too. Yeah, I seen everybody was um, doing the the like the Skype happy hours or the live stream. Yeah stuff i'm just like i think that would just make me sadder you know i'm gonna say i i mean you and i've bull moosed around a couple times we crave that physical contact (laughs) 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 i was gonna say you put all you put a bunch of people in a room someone's gonna wrestle (laughs) yeah am i gonna just get blackout drunk by myself and try to beat myself up what fun is that gonna be yeah yeah, we called that eighth grade Uh, this is this is prime. This is prime time for dudes wrestling. You have a couple beers with your friends. You clean out all the furniture. You toss each other around. Someone starts bleeding. 
and then you debate to sending him to the hospital, and then you all wake up friends. Oh. I hope I'm still frozen. You can't see me just constantly wiping my nose. No, I tried to restart my camera a few times, but I don't know what's going on. Maybe Skype's just overloaded with everybody doing their fucking happy hours right now. We're trying to do a podcast. Figure it out, Skype. God. On a fucking Tuesday? I also found out today was Tuesday. Because even though I've been going to work, I still never know what day it is. So it's just Thursday in my brain constantly. And every single day, I'm like, tomorrow's Friday. And someone will be like, no, it's not. I'll be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I had to check the calendar again today, too. Because I'm not used to working remotely like this. So it's it's a new It's a new world. Uh, also, tomorrow's April Fool's Day. There, no jokes. Read the room, everyone. The world's in a pandemic. No jokes. We're done with it. <laughs> yeah, maybe the CDC comes out and they're like, gotcha. Yeah. This has actually been a month-long prank. <laughs> it's been a long ploy. <laughs> really committed to it. Yeah, and Killed that's the thing. People. <laughs> say, some people had to die for the joke to be funny. That's how you knew we were committed. Uh, I just, I don't, I also have to go grocery shopping at some point. People are making that hard with taking all the goddamn Walmart uh, things where I don't have to go in. Curbside pickup. Mm. People, if you're listening, I know you are. Stop doing that so I don't have to go into the store. Yeah, I, I, I went today and because we were running low on some stuff and I was, I was, I was look, I was looking at it like I don't want to come back here again. And then <laughs> I got to the point where like my cart was so full of stuff that like I couldn't. And Lily had given me a list of things and like <laughs> I physically didn't have room in the cart to put any more things in it. So Lily specifically sent me there with a list of things, and I had filled it up with a bunch of other things that were not on the list. And so I came home uh, missing no less than five items that she had put on there. So she was pretty stoked about that. Yeah. She was like, did I really write 17 things of fruit snacks on here? And you're like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you did. Yeah. <laughs> I threw the list away, so there's no way to check, but they was definitely on there. <laughs> I, yeah. I started just walking through the aisles and... Yeah, that it got out of hand fast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole the whole quarantine means no diet thing. I am just every single day I wake up and I'm like, oh, oh, I got to start doing like some prison workouts. I got to start doing some burpees or not getting raped in the shower or something. I got to stay on my toes. Because uh, speaking of like those, uh, those Skype like happy hour things, have you ever... Like when you're like running through your Snapchats and you you go to like clear one or or a notification pops up and you try to swipe it out of the way and you accidentally start like a Snapchat like call like video yeah. call with everybody, <laughs> there is nothing more unproductive than a Snapchat video call of a group. I I can remember a few times with uh, some of my other buddies. There's like eight or nine of us in this thing, and I I remember one time just for shits we did it. And it is just so chaotic. Like you get eight people on a tiny ass screen. Everybody's talking at the same time. Like I don't, I don't understand why that's still a feature because it is just so goddamn unproductive. 
<laughs> well, the worst part is doing it and then having to be like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Because at least if you're in a group of like five people, someone's going to try to answer. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, God damn it, no. So you got that going on. You're trying to explain that you didn't mean to do it. It's just anarchy. Yeah, it should not be a feature. And it should not be something that it's so close to just touching right away. Like, yeah, and it, <laughs> figure it out, Snapchat. I mean, if, if it's happened to you, I mean, it's happened to me. I know it's happened to a bunch of my buddies because you get it all the time where you'll, like, get, like, a notification. Your phone starts going off, and then you, like, see that somebody's calling you. And, and at this point in time, you've, you know, fooled me once. You know, you, <laughs> you're just waiting for the, all right, hang up, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Oops, sorry, like, guys, didn't mean to. It's like, yeah, I know you didn't mean to because you could have FaceTimed me and it would have been 10,000 times easier. I know you didn't mean to call me through Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. they just need to get rid of that or put it in a or put it like a, a confirm button or something on it. <laughs> yeah, just, like, don't yeah, just let I mean, don't let me hurt myself. Yeah. Give how many times am I going to have my dick out? <laughs> I'm trying to watch a simple memory from 2012 when I loved life. And you guys try to make me call my friends at three in the morning, and I want to cry. <laughs> they don't need to see me. I don't need to see them. Yeah, and then usually I'm holding the phone like super close to my face. So if anybody answers, it's just very unflattering. <laughs> They're going to close up of my nose hairs and me just breathing. <laughs> and then they get worried about how I'm breathing because it sounds terrible sounds like a fucking tennis ball caught in a wet paper bag that i was really scared i had the ronies for like 15 minutes today then i just talked myself out of it i'm pretty sure i'm good mind over matter i'm pretty sure that's how it works <laughs> sickness be gone but once again i ate I, I did a bunch of emergency today because i saw somewhere that a, a thousand milligrams of vitamin c can cure it I'm just going to take that for what it's worth and do no more research into it. So, yeah, I'm probably going to live forever. Those emergency packets, if that's what, were you doing the, the little yeah. packets, you just mix them in with your water or whatever you're yeah, drinking? Yeah. Those things are pretty damn good, actually. Yeah, I used they, to, they are delicious. I hit those. I usually have like some vitamin C gummies, but then I'll hammer emergency every once in a while. See, this is a, uh, this is a, personal look into the tyler johnson a young tyler johnson about four years old my grandmother had these vitamin c pills they tasted delicious a young four-year-old tyler johnson stole that bottle of pills ran into their laundry room and just housed that bottle just housed it and i remember my mom coming and being like what the fuck i mean just being like delicious so yeah i think i'm pretty good for a while I, I think you and I might be the same person because I had a similar experience with Flintstone vitamins when I was a little kid. <laughs> yeah, well, first of all, you gave me Flintstone vitamins right now. I might house the whole bottle. <laughs> Why do they make them so delicious? <laughs> <laughs> That's just setting me up to be addicted to pills. It's like pills are good. So, yeah, pills are delicious. And then you turn 22 and all of a sudden it's like, hey, everyone's like, everyone's like maybe you should cut back on the pills. And you're like, fuck off. <laughs> Sorry about my health. You know, like, oh, like, are a bunch of Adderall healthy? I'm like, I, you're not my fucking doctor. <laughs> yeah, my, my mom, she'd keep the, the Flintstone vitamins, like, above the sink, like, on this shelf that was, like, way out of reach. And, like, King Kong, I just scaled the sink and up <laughs> top and <laughs> snagged them. And I ate, like, the whole bottle. It made me sicker and shit. My mom was 
freaking out. Thought maybe we were going to have to call poison control. Uh, pretty sure it gave me superpowers for a little while. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I could see through walls for like two hours. But yeah, let's call poison control, Mom. Let's be nerds. I've had to call poison control before because one of our dumber friends ate a bunch of sunscreen one time as a bet. And I just remember, we might have been a little tipsy at like 10 in the morning. And having to call poison control and explain what happened to the probably drastically underpaid lady on the other side with her just being like, no, he didn't. Please tell me he didn't do that. And he's been like, so do we just like make him throw up? Or he's like, well, if he hasn't thrown up yet, he's probably okay. It's like, well, thank you. I appreciate your knowledge, but I could have figured that out. Yeah. That's what I do to all my sicknesses. I ignore them. And if they don't kill me, I get stronger. It's a good bet. Yeah. I, yeah. I, had the, I had the flu a couple of years ago. You know what I did? Drank a shitload of Theraflu. Slept for three days. Hope I didn't poop in my bed. Didn't, didn't have the flu anymore, though. Problem solved. Yep. God, I'm just, I'm just reading over my notes I wrote today. I legit think I might have some sort of disease. Just rapid fire them. What do you got? Let's <laughs> let's get let's get into this notebook. All right. Uh, this one just says Arthur Wishbone Beekman's Lab. Those are PBS shows. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if you. Uh, I mean, obviously we're similar age, similar similar area. I didn't. We didn't have cable growing up, but we had PBS. Mm-hmm. Dude, Arthur. Wishbone. There might have been a show called Zoom where they just did like science experiments. Oh yeah, big time. Uh, those shows rule. They were good. Like, if I had the like, do you think Wishbone is on like Hulu? Because I would watch Wishbone. Wishbone was good. That Dude, dog was fucking doing all yeah. kinds of shit. Dressed him up in cute little pirate outfits and shit. Yeah, I was gonna say he was pretty, like he was the main character. That dog's probably not alive still, right? <laughs> or do you do you think it's do you think it's Hollywood money? You know how like celebrities live to like 120 because they don't have to worry about anything. Well, you got to divide that by seven, right? <laughs> I'm almost, I'm almost guaranteeing they probably had like 17 wishbones just on tap. Just... I think you're probably pretty safe in assuming that. I mean, what <laughs> what kind of dog is that? Like a spaniel, cocker spaniel? I don't even know. Right. Fuck, I don't know. Beagle. But ooh, beagle. I think you're right. Yeah, beagle. Seems... Because if you try putting a hat on a normal dog, they get pretty upset. I'm assuming you try putting a full Shakespearean outfit on the dog. They are furious. <laughs> like, that dog just wants to fucking chew on its own ass and lay down. And they're just forcing him to act. You, say, you said Arthur? Uh, Arthur ruled. Um, can, we, can we talk about how big of a cunt DW was? She was the fucking worst. Uh I, I put I saw myself as Arthur, and I saw my little sister as DW. And spoiler alert, that's that was the dynamic. She was kind of a c-word. <laughs> and I know she's gonna hear that, and she's gonna text me and be like, "You bitch." You know what? She's a real DW. Uh, and that's 100% accurate. D-dubs, not my favorite. I res- I think I based most of my friendships off the Arthur, and I think his name was Buster. The rabbit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their friendship stood the test of time. What was the 
What was the name of like the huge dude? Pinky. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. It was. I didn't identify with Pinky. I should have. I should have definitely identified with him. But uh, I think he just. I think he's just a weirdo. I think he was a huge weirdo. Might have been held back a couple grades. I think. I. You know how the Rugrats did like Rugrats all grown up, where they were like in high school. I think if they did that to Arthur, I think Binky would have been a real strong uh, offensive lineman. Like he would have, he would have got some high D one looks. <laughs> he would have been, he would have been a great like road grader guard for a Wisconsin team or something. Just big, but, big dumb ugly. <laughs> just and just pushing forwards three yards, three and a half yards at a stretch. Just four yards in a cloud of dust for Binky. Um, I actually think Arthur is still going on. It is. Uh, because that, that, I, I can confirm because uh, Little Man watches uh, Sesame Street and some of the other stuff that's on there. Um, I actually, there's like this little uh, like Daniel Tiger or something like that. And supposedly, I must not have read too much into uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood when I was a little kid. Whoa! Because, whoa. because uh, supposedly Daniel Tiger is was like the care was a, that little tiger character on yeah uh mr rogers neighborhood because yeah. i heard uh i could hear the intro to what i guess is called daniel tiger's neighborhood and i was like whoa 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 cease and desist daniel <laughs> this sounds a lot like my boy mr rogers and then I'm, lily's like that's because it is and i was like okay i mean i just first of all don't take that tone with me woman i'm clearly learning <laughs> Um, yeah, I loved Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Uh, I loved that trolley. I think if I had that trolley now, I'd be a better person. Uh, I loved the, I loved that Mr. Rogers, I didn't figure this out until much later, but Mr. Rogers did the voice for all the puppets. He was no every single voice. Um, do you remember the cat? Uh, the cat, the scary cat puppet on there? Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking loved Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Can, can, you, can you hit me with that one more time? <laughs> meow, 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 meow. <laughs> I'm going to cut that. I'm going to cut that piece of audio. <laughs> oh, I'm going to. Oh. <laughs> that, that cat ruled. I can't think of its name. I'm going to say cat. <laughs> Puppet cat. Dude, they had a king. That king wasn't doing shit, but they had public transportation. Mr. Rogers neighborhood ruled. That's why I have in so that's why I have indoor shoes now. I come home from work every day, I put my cardigan on, I take my cardigan off, I put my house cardigan on, put my house slippers on, and I say nice things to everyone I meet. It I mean, it was a lot simpler time back then cuz yeah. I think it would be difficult to make a show about where kids came over and hung out with an old man in his home <laughs> unsupervised. <laughs> yeah, that 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 definitely ends the Freddy Krueger out right there where he gets torched. <laughs> yeah, which also explains why every time I invite the mail lady and she tries to mace me. I'm like, come on in, take your shoes off. Let's watch TV. And she's like, please quit this, sir. Like, <laughs> you, st- Fine. you start digging your puppets out of your drawer and then she's already <laughs> ran off. Yeah, she's already got nine the one dialed. I'm like, fine. I was going to do my cat voice for you, but no. <laughs> I love you, Mr. Rogers. Meow, meow, meow. 
Dude, they're so nice. Dude, I want to try. Reading Rainbow is good. Uh, Take a look. It's in a book. Reading Rainbow. I love Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow is awesome. All those shows back then, those were good. Bring those back. Not for children. I want them for me. Wasn't uh, was the boomafoon on on uh? Yeah. Oh yeah. With the fucking creepy lemur puppet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think his name would have been King Jeffrey or something. I'm not totally sure. I might have made that up. That also might be the that might be the lemur from uh, uh Madagascar. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. That fuck that. I don't. I didn't. I never liked Zoomafu. 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 Whatever. Zoomafu. Yeah. That one. Got you back. <laughs> I didn't trust it. I didn't like it. I didn't like those dudes. Yeah, and this, they also, they really, this is probably where my take that if you have a twin, you guys have definitely kissed. I think it started with them. Because, like, you know the Property Brothers and HGTV? Mm-hmm. Those guys have definitely made out with each other. 100%. I watch far more HGTV than uh, straight white 29 year old male should, because I just watch it by myself. I love House Hunters. House Hunters International, International, House Hunters Vacation Home, love it or list it. These are my House Hunters. Favorite. House Hunters to me is like hilarious because they they come on like it's hilarious and depressing to me because they'll be like, all right, here's Rod and Samantha. He's a, a fucking hobbyist, uh, butter like butterfly collector, and uh, she collects stamps. Uh, their budget is two million dollars. It's like it's like man, I just worked for sixty straight hours and I have forty five dollars in my pocket. I might <laughs> buy I might buy two Camo XL beers to drink myself to sleep tonight. Like like the two things that. Uh, were eye-opening to me when I watched those shows like as a younger child was one like how like where the like to me that type of a budget was just make-believe because coming from Rehide, South Dakota <laughs> uh you know where at the time your average uh income to the household might have been like 20 30 grand mm-hmm. and these guys are coming in with these astronomical budgets but then also like how much less square footage you get in more like high demand, larger cities and and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, we're going to buy this $2 million condo that has 500 square foot. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, it's mind blowing. That's like in New York, my aunt lives in New York and like, she'd send me pictures of like her new, like new apartment. It's like, yeah, I live where the Giants, like most of the New York Giants live. I can see MetLife Stadium from my balcony. Yeah, I pay $3,800 a month. I was like, you don't even have a bedroom. It's a loft. Good God. The, around here, that type of price, you have two houses on the lake. One just to take, one, one just to go to the bathroom in. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't shit in this house. I go to that house over there. <laughs> we call it the poop house. That's where the help lives. That's that's one uh, one thing to me that's I always thought was crazy, like the the whole condo thing. It's like you own you own a room. It's almost like you own a hotel room, essentially. Inside, you don't own the building. You just own 
the room. So you have to deal with like a super and and the the, the building operators and, and all this stuff. But you you like legitimately own a room. Like they, um, one of my buddies was looking at uh, some properties in like uh, Breckenridge um, by like the slopes and stuff. And for like 500k, you can get like a 500 square foot condo. But um, talking with him, it it makes sense because like with Airbnb and VRBO or BRBO, um, like you can, it's like supplemental income if you can, if you can rent them out. Yeah. But it's just mind blowing to me how expensive those are. Yeah. That's something. This is my plan for when I somehow get rich. I'm assuming some sort of personal injury lawsuit. I'm just going to get a bunch of timeshares. And just rotate every two weeks between all my timeshares, roughly about 26 times a year. And then instead of buying food, I'm just going to live off everything from the Schwann's truck. So <laughs> that's how I'm going to spend all my money. Timeshares and Schwann's ice cream and chicken patties. Get some bomb pops, maybe some fudge sickles or the orange push-ups. I'll say, and then every place I go, I'm gonna buy those like those terrible root beer pops that old people drink, or like you know like the root beer like fudge sickles. I'm gonna get those and just leave them there every single time, and just just know that I I can go back to where I came from. <laughs> God damn! If my grandpa was alive to hear me slander those root beer popsicles, he'd fucking he'd hurt me. He'd fucking send me to the coal mines. I don't like. Schwann's Schwann's is still still up and popping. I don't know how you get on that list. Like my uh, my grandparents, they, yeah, they were heavy into the Schwann's. We we would get Schwann's every once in a while, but that was that was too much. It was too expensive for our household. Yeah. But Schwann's my grandma Schwann's? would always hit them up. Yeah, that's what. Have you ever been to like? Uh, obviously, we're a little bit older now. Got a little more cash. You go to like a like a small town bar. And you're like, a drink is how much? Two dollars? Yeah, let me buy thirty. That's like how my like when my aunt would come from New York back to South Dakota, she'd be like, Yeah, Schwann's guy, time to make it rain. She's like, <laughs> everything you guys live for free out here. Like <laughs> she's like, I could spend three grand at the Schwann's truck. That's a fucking that's a heat, that's a electric electrical bill for me. It's like, holy hell. Yeah, I remember I remember distinctly one time at the at the bar. Well, I grew up in a grew up in a bar. Uh, my parents <laughs> own, owned it owned it briefly um, when I was growing up for a couple of years, and uh, I remember when they raised prices by like a quarter for a beer, and yeah. the town almost rioted. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it was and at that point it was like one it was like one seventy five or like two bucks or something like that yeah. and it was just like it was gonna break everybody yeah. and then I remember when I I got a little got a little older got a little bit better job like out of out of school or whatever and I, I went like traveling and went to Florida and like a few other places and actually experienced like how much beer prices are like there where it's like $16 Bud Lights. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, maybe 225 wasn't so bad. I was going to say, maybe I didn't have to flip a bar table over and throw a bunch of popcorn on the ground. Maybe I could have just paid it. Yeah. Well, well big city. I, I, for some reason, I've heard of the Reheights bar. I have no idea. 
so back in the day there used to be two bars um my parents owned what was called bank bar um is no longer um and then there there used to be uh i think it was uh koozie's corner and then it used to be Smokey's Tavern. That was the Roundup Bar for a while, um, but now those it's all, the ten. Now it's the Ten Mile Tavern, but same building. Those are all great names for bars. Like, I just I've never been there, but I'm expecting. I walked in. It's a little bit dusty. Like, if I ordered a vodka cranberry, they call me they call me slurs, <laughs> and then they give me like a old Milwaukee. Dude, like, it's <laughs> it's crazy to see. So like the. The t- what's what is the Ten Mile Tavern now? Um, I I for the majority of my life I knew it as the Roundup Bar, but it was always a just a straight beer bar. They didn't have a liquor license in town, um, so it was always just beer. Well, now they have a liquor license, and it's 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 crazy to me because back in the day it was like straight beer bar. Um, they had a jukebox, like a legit jukebox that was limited to like forty songs. <laughs> oh, and, George Strait. <laughs> Yeah, I can remember like specifically pay- playing American Pie because that was the longest song. Uh, you get the most bang for your buck. <laughs> look, at, look at that fiscal responsibility, people. This, and, is, why Cody, this is why Cody's going to live through the economic downturn. It, it's crazy now because they're, um, you know, they're a full bar now. They got they got the liquor license and now they got like a touch tunes. It's like it's just mind blowing how far we've come. Uh. This brings up a point that I've just had for a while. Why the fuck do old people, old men, hate cranberry juice so much? If you order a vodka cranberry in front of, like, an old guy who's clearly wearing all denim, he's calling you names. Oh, you getting that for your girlfriend? It's like, no, dude. I enjoy the taste. That's good for my kidneys. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you should try something. Yeah. And granted, we also grow up in a place where if you chew pouches, they call you racial, they call you gay slurs. So <laughs> it's like, yes, the flavor of chewing tobacco I have is pretty gay. Like you called, you caught me, you caught me, feller. Dude, that you couldn't be more accurate. Uh, like back home, I don't know why, but all the old boys chew like snuff. Like it's not even long cut; they chew snuff and. I just, I've never understood it because I could pack a can of snuff all day, put it in my mouth, and it's just all over the place. It's just <laughs> in my teeth. <laughs> like, I can't keep I just, it packed. It's somehow in my beard. Some in my Swallow nose. half of it. <laughs> now, meanwhile, I toss in a pouch, and they're just like, look at this fancy high flute and feller. It's like, a squirrel over here. Yeah. He's fucking chewing pouches. He's barely getting any cancer in his lip. You know, you, you know, you pull that out, and like five minutes, five minutes later, some some old boy comes over, and he's like, "Let me know if you want a real one." Real one. Like, <laughs> uh, well, sorry, sir. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say sorry. I didn't had to quit the eighth grade to go to fucking Korea, but yeah, I, you got me. All right, let's let's just go some more rapid fire things. For some reason, I just wrote down flight attendants. And I also spelled the word attendance very, very wrong. Uh, no idea where I was going with that one, but it's there. I don't know why. I was hoping you could help me, but <laughs> there's nothing. Um, I, flight attendants would be a tough job. I, I would say that. 
Or flight attendants back in the day when, like, everyone was smoking on the plane. That would have be been pretty fun. That would have been sick. I think just they a, should bring back... They should bring back smoking tube. on the plane. Yeah. Just a tube, a, a contained tube full of people with just a haze of fucking smoke. Like, let, a, a giant metal machine full of jet fuel. And let's just... <laughs> Just let's just smoke it up, dude. That the best part was they were designing commercial planes. They're like, they I know they were like, we have to find a way to smoke on these. <laughs> There's, I'm taking a 45 minute flight. If I can't have at least six fucking lucky strikes, I will kill someone. And I don't know. I like you and I both remember smoking in restaurants where they'd be like smoking or non-smoking. Uh. I just assumed every bar and restaurant just had like that. I just assumed everything. Like if it was a bar or restaurant, it just had like that smoky haze. I assumed that just came with the territory. And then when they outlawed smoking in bars, and like I walked into Foley's for the first time without them, without 40 heaters just burning at the same time. I'm like, holy shit, there's a back of this bar? Since when? <laughs> yeah, it's... It's crazy because, like, when they first started doing that, of course, like the small town bars around home, like they would, we, they would still smoke. Yeah, in we bars. ain't gonna quit smoking. Yeah, you want me to smoke outside? You want me to go smoke and not, not blow the secondhand cancerous gas in somebody's face? Hell, hell with that. <laughs> I was gonna say, and most like people in small town, like especially around here, smoking wasn't bad until like ten years ago. Like, like all the science were like, nah, we don't trust that. Like, my grandpappy smoked, and he lived to the ripe old age of 60. Like, oh, fuck, you got me. Emphysema? What, what the hell is that? I was going to say, I'm pretty sure, I'd, pretty sure I claimed that hill for America in World War II. <laughs> we were beating the Japs back to Japan. It's like, yep, thank God you didn't say the racist words there. All right. What else we got in here? Oh, uh, punching when you were like going through puberty and just punching shit because you were angry. Fuck, that was awesome. We should bring that back. Sorry, I, I sneezed. Punching what? Like, you know, like when you were like in hitting puberty, like peak puberty, like 13 to 16, and you'd get like your mom would be like, no, you can't go out on a Tuesday night. And you would just punch the shit out of a wall or like you would just assault your door. We should bring that back. <laughs> I thought at first I thought you said punching machines, and I was like, those things are fucking terrible. Because all that is, you put a punching machine in a bar. I've seen it so many times where like, you know, it, it, all it does is it's like some some big fucker hits it and barely goes up. Some tiny bastard hits it and goes to the moon. And the next thing you know, it's like, well, let's just go outside and see if yeah, we can harder. Yeah, yeah, I. The person that the person that invented that did not think more than ten minutes ahead after he designed it. He was like, "Yeah, people will love this. They love competition." Mm. You introduce 60, 60 double whiskey cokes into that mixture, you're gonna get some blood. And I, I mean, to fully commit to hit it as hard as you possibly can, like at any moment, you're just going to punch that machine and break your fucking hand. Oh God. I just remember they had one in the the nine in Brookings. Literally the worst place in the world for that. It's like, what if we had dollar drinks and every 
21 to 24 year old dude from South Dakota just binge drinking and crammed in a little hot bar. And like, what could go wrong? That thing was removed in two weeks. That thing was. Just, <laughs> I don't even know if they gave it back to like the company. They might have taken it out back and shot it. They were just like, you've caused so many problems. Uh, I'm going to out myself as a poor on this one. Dude, stimulus checks. I'm fucking here for it. I'm going to buy something so ridiculous with my stimulus check. I cannot wait for it. It, it sucks that the, they started closing casinos because if you get that stimulus check and you take it in, put it all on black. I was going to say, boom, now I have $2,400. What's that? Let it ride again? You heard me right, feller. <laughs> $4,800. And then what's that? You're comping me a room? Yeah. Send up some of your finest ladies. Preferably not the ones smoking at the slot machine for the last 30 hours. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, I'm a high roller. How did you become the richest man in the world, Tyler? Got my stimmy check. Hot hand in the dice game, baby. All right. What? Yeah. Sorry to out myself as a poor to all of my listeners. I know you picture me wearing a fur coat as I record this. Nope, I'm wearing a shirt my friend bought for me from the XFL. <laughs> oh, I was hoping, I guess it wouldn't matter right now since we don't have any uh, video uh, with this recording, but um, I'm working on getting some some merch. I, I got myself a, a shirt that we have on our website. Ooh. got one of those coming, so going to check her out, check the quality. Yep. You know, I don't want to push merch on, uh, you know, our, our huge followership uh until i know what kind of quality we're working with but uh if i get one and i like them i'll, I'll get one coming for you i was gonna say i was gonna order one i was gonna order the white one i've already all got it picked out because i also was gonna test the quality then i'm gonna turn it into a six sleeveless shirt <laughs> Nothing. i respect i respect that you would pay for the long sleeve to then <laughs> make it into a cutoff when i could design a uh bro tank no. uh variety Ooh. Nothing Nothing says, Tyler, are you doing okay? Then when I'm wearing a bro tank at the lake with my own picture on it. <laughs> if you think, as long as the quality is good, if you think I'm not going to get you one before 4th of July, I mean, God willing, the Ronies doesn't, you know, kill that too. Um, uh, there's no way. I, I don't want to challenge the Ronies because every time I, I issue a challenge, it kills more people. But Ronies will not cancel 4th of July. America will band together, and we will sit out June. We will sit out June just to fucking have Fourth of July. I I really hope that the Ronies doesn't cancel Fourth of July because if it does, uh, it might kill Brad. Um, he's been sitting on that pontoon. <laughs> he's been sitting on that pontoon inside of his shop for every night for like the last two months. If he can't get that out on the water for Fourth of July, it might kill him. I started to get worried because I think he sent one this morning at like 10 a.m. It's like, like Brad, it's 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. Why are you sitting in a, a pontoon in a storage shed? What's going on, bud? Are you okay? <laughs> uh, uh, hopefully, hopefully his wife doesn't doesn't listen to this. I don't imagine <laughs> that she would. I was just but... like, the only reason she'd be listening to this is so she could build a stronger case of why I should be in a fucking mental institution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, he was. That, he, Brad was telling me about that the other day, and he's like, uh, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I was gonna head over to the Fantasy Factory, uh, you know, you want to stop over? And I was like, Brad, it's like, 
it's like eight o'clock at night. Like, help, you know, just help put the kids to bed. Like, and he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I just put everything to bed. He's like, I, I was gonna head over there and, uh, you know, work on some stuff. I'm like, if you just want to run away from your your kids and your wife, just sit on your pontoon. And yeah, and that's and I listen. I respect it. I I'm pretty sure every father does that because literally, I remember my dad literally would just be like, well, going to the garage. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck's he doing in there? It's like I'm working on shit. Mind your business. Dude, and I have I have nothing against that because I as a as a father and husband myself I definitely wholeheartedly get it. But Brad was trying to pull the wool over my eyes. I was like Brad, you don't have to lie to me <laughs> about escaping your family to go sit on your pontoon. I fully get what you're doing and I respect it. And you know he's just sitting there, his captain hat on, just like staring, like yeah, soon, soon. <laughs> All right. Also, we we got to um, hopefully this Roni subsides because I was um, I, I got the dartboard moved out of the garage and into the fantasy factory, slowly getting that put back together um, to what it yeah, was. Okay. Um, got the got the N sixty four back in there, and uh, we were gonna try to get the uh, ping pong table out of my garage and get it over there. So hopefully, hey. hopefully this Roni goes away and we can have a little fantasy factory party. You know, maybe we'll just you know invite all the listeners. You know, it'll probably be like, you know, like six of us. You know, it'll just be a hell of a good time. We'll do a live cast. <laughs> Brad's trying to get us to put the, put a studio in there, and I told him I was like, well, unfortunately, I'm on the road quite a bit. You know, Tyler's in Madison, but it would be cool to, you know, actually record in person. Well, you know? here's here's something that I have discovered. Uh, most of my careers have involved me working long hours on the road. I'm gone for stretches of time. I'm currently at a job where I get done roughly at the same time every day. So usually at about 5.30, I have completely ran out of shit to do. And I, I, like, I, it's just like, what do people do? So yeah, driving an hour to record an hour and a half worth of podcast sounds pretty all right. <laughs> We we'll definitely have to make it happen. Maybe we'll do a like a random like Friday or a Saturday show. That way, that way you don't have to have the Sunday scaries on your drive back. Oh, oh, I live for the Sunday scaries. I thrive in the Sunday scaries. That is that's where I do my best panic thinking. <laughs> that's where I and I do that thing where I'm like, well, there's nothing I can do about it till tomorrow, so I'll just deal with it tomorrow. It's never worked for me, but I'm just going to keep doing it. Uh, another thing I have written down, how awesome would have Game of Thrones been doing if it was do- going on during quarantine? Mm. Goddamn, the internet might shut. Like HBO servers would be melting because every single person in the world would be watching Game of Thrones. God, I love Game of Thrones. That's That would be a... Like I, I heard uh, a couple of my buddies that said that they were gonna start like start Game of Thrones because they'd never watched it before, and I was I was like super super jealous of them. Yeah, like how awesome would it be if you had not seen a single episode of Game of Thrones and you, you just got had to... all those seasons in front of you to just binge? I I frequently rewatch Game of Thrones. I've probably rewatched Game of Thrones all the way through probably like six times. I'm not proud. Oh, I had to I had to watch it like. Uh, three times all the way through just to figure out the, all the families and all those <laughs> names of people that were all the same. 
<laughs> just to, just, yeah, exactly. Like, just to stop, stop describing person as like, yeah, you know the dude with the weird beard? Yeah, him. Yeah. Now I know all the names. <laughs> yeah. I, I loved Game of Thrones. I wish it was going on still. We're not going to talk about the last season, mm-hmm. but goddamn, that would have been awesome. Like, Battle of the Bastards during fucking quarantine. Internet would be going nuts. We'd be we'd be talking for four hours a day about Game of Thrones, or the the uh, the trial by combat with the mountain and uh, my boy the Red Viper over in Martell. (laughs) Martell, yeah, that was an all time one. Yeah, Uh, won't won't spoil won't spoil the end of that fight. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you watch it with young children in the room; they will love it. And it definitely will not turn them into weirdos later in life. Oh, my voice is cracking again. God damn it. I've been eating the shit out of these, like, Vicks menthol uh, coffee. No, not coffee. Cough drops. Lozenge? A nice little lozenge. Uh, (laughs) But they are terrible tasting. But this is honestly what I compared it to. You know in the last season where the one dragon could breathe ice breath? Yes. That's what happens after you eat one. And I've been addicted to them. I am walking around all times of the day, breathing on people to be like, look how cold my breath is. I'm definitely <laughs> probably giving someone the roadies, but it's fucking awesome. Dude, I used to hammer the Hall's Defense ones. Similar, yeah. similar effect. But I started looking at them, they were like, like 10 calories of sugar. Like <laughs> ten calories a piece. I'm like, I just ate all my caloric intake for the day on coffee. <laughs> I uh, when I was really deep, like when I got really deep into keto, and I was like, like I was doing all of the research. There was people like, yeah, I chew gum to help me get through, but I had to buy this type of gum because the other gums have sugar. And I was like, I'll never get that way. Literally two weeks later, I was the one like, you guys have any like Orbit uh, sugar free? It's like, no, I'm a gas station in the middle of South Dakota. Like, you get Big Red. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> you get some Hubba Bubba, that's it. <laughs> yeah, but mm, that was... All right, let's see the next thing. Uh, we should do a TNC premix uh, trip to a Bills game because I watched a lot of Bills Mafia stuff in the last couple of weeks. Those are my people. Those are our people. Hell, yeah. I, uh, I got a couple... Uh... Got a couple of white tables we could sacrifice. I'll load load a couple of those bad boys up. I was gonna say, yeah, we're gonna have to bring our own. That way, they accept us as their own. Like, Hell yeah! If you Dude, go Bills a, Mafia is legit. If you go to a Bills, if you go to a Bills Mafia tailgate and you don't bring your own white tables, I'm assuming they just kick you out. Like they just they burn effigies of you. That's I just it's gotta I be the cost of admittance. I, I imagine. Yeah. It's like, hey, these guys brought their own. Let them smash one. I'm like, and I'm clearly drunk off 36 bush lights. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's 8 a.m. Make we, me a hot dog. Let's get after it. Have you seen the 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 ketchup guy? Oh, yeah. Mustard Ron or something like that. Yeah. We got to, if we go, I will, I will <laughs> sacrifice myself and I will get <laughs> covered in mustard and ketchup with that man. <laughs> I. I'm glad you made it so noble that you'd be sacrificing yourself. It's not something you definitely just want to do. <laughs> I will do this for the pod. Yeah. Cody, you're really happy. I, it's a sacrifice. I'm doing it for you. Maybe maybe we'll just turn into a, 
a little uh, Kobayashi sesh. You know, maybe I'll just slam some dogs at the same time for the people. Now, now we're talking my language. But I think I think we would enjoy that. I think the listeners would enjoy that. I mean, they we wouldn't do anything during the game or no during tailgate. We record afterwards, where I'm sure I will say some problematic shit. <laughs> but yeah, we should we should pencil that if the NFL season isn't canceled. Because once again, I was doing some research today. Things are looking bad for sports this year, folks. Dude, it's tough. Like I. I don't know if they ran out of their library of uh, Ocho or if they just strictly do that on like Sundays or Saturdays. But like I pretty much I was scanning through just to like um, throw something up on the TV while we were recording just to see like the, you know, the ESPN scrolling bar across the bottom just to, just to, you know, catch up on some things. And uh, it's a comfort thing. Yeah. And all it is, is just, it's just old replays of like all old, old games of, of you know whatever it is but it's like they don't have like they have no content but i guess when you when you think about it a sports network and you don't have any sports that kind of limits your content i guess yeah and yeah like they're replaying like classic games and that's good and all but i obviously i don't remember shit that happened before like 2003 or 2003 just because my brain was developing i have to look up those scores immediately like i cannot i cannot be spoiled by anything i have to know and it's like, yeah, here's the 2001 Rockets versus 76ers and Allen Iverson. And I immediately look it up, like, what did Allen Iverson do? Like, like what happens in this game? And I spoil it for myself, and then I just don't watch the game. And then I sit there staring just into the distance like a fucking wife waiting for her husband to come back from whaling. And I just have nothing to do. I can't stop doing it. Funny you bring that up because I'm actually watching the uh, the 2006 uh, Dallas Giants game. <laughs> uh, Giants just scored, uh, so it's not it's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. We should definitely remember that game. Not like it never happened. And I will after this game. Is it on like is it on ESPN? Uh, NBC. NBC. Yeah, I will probably go watch this game. Watch that game afterwards. After this, yeah. just get to I, see Wade Phillips. On the sidelines again, his his emotionless face. <laughs> He's somehow been eighty-five years old since nineteen seventy-three. <laughs> but yeah. Uh let's see, another thing I have written down. Trying to tip random people after spending a long time in bars. I find myself doing this quite frequently. Uh you are a responsible human adult. You probably don't spend much time in bars. Basically, every time it's anything, I'm probably at a bar. And when I'm at bars, I tip the bartenders. I will then go to a gas station to get, you know, some sweet treats, maybe some candy. Maybe I'm craving the Gatorade Zero. And the lady will hand me back cash, and I will be like, I will try to tip them. And I've caught myself doing this hundreds of times. And I can't stop doing it. And someone's going to have to eventually put a shot collar on me to try to teach me not to do that. I mean, it's it's awful generous of you, especially in this uh, somewhat recession that we're in. I'm sure they appreciate it. I do support the the service industry. Um, a lot of my associates dabble in it. Shout out Stadium, shout out Sporties. We're, both of those places where sports fans meet. 
and where Tyler meets for 11 a.m. cocktails. Uh, also, I, listen, I love bars. I love them. I love the um, people in them. They're scary. I appreciate that. The the tipping thing, um, the grocery store here in town, they uh, they uh, carry out your groceries for you. That's just that's their thing. And uh, I always like I always feel bad uh, when I don't have cash on me. But then there's been a few times when I've tried to tip them. And they're like, oh, no, no, we can't take it. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yes, no, you can. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> that's for you, buddy. Buddy, that's four dollars. You hang on to that. Uh, have you ever pulled up to a full service gas station? Uh-uh. Oh, you, so full service for the for the fine folks that don't know. You pull up and a person runs out and pumps your gas for you, checks the oil in the car, not in you. Uh, <laughs> that'd be a real starting to become be, less interested in this. <laughs> that'd be a real full service right there. Um, I didn't know those were a thing until I was uh, I was visiting my aunt in New Jersey and in in New Jersey all gas stations are full service. So I was out there. I was a young pup. I was probably 10 or 11. And uh, I wanted to show my aunt that I was a big, strong boy. And we pulled up and I was like, oh, I'll pump the gas. And some fucking dude absolutely dusted me, made me look like a fucking idiot, and pulled up and just fucking was like, get back in the car. I pumped the gas. So I felt like an idiot. And I just kind of chalked that up to, at the time, uh, I didn't know the culture of the East Coast. There are a lot of elites, so I just assume that's what they did out there. I pulled up to one uh, in Minneapolis one time and didn't know, and I got out and was pumping the gas, and the guy ran out, and I was a much older boy at this time. I'm going to say roughly two years ago, so I was 65-ish, and uh, yeah, the dude fucking yelled at me again, and I will. I hope full-service gas stations go the way of the dinosaurs. I hope they die. I, I, I've been aware of like the, the full service gas station. I just, I've, I've never been to one, but I, I do know what they are. But I remember, uh, hearing about like some state where they had just, uh, gotten rid of them. Like, I, I, I don't know if it was, uh, it was Washington or something, Oregon, maybe. <clears throat> yeah. I heard, I remember hearing about it. It was like a big deal. Cause like all the boomers and all the old people were all pissed off. Like you don't expect me to. Pump my own gas? Pump my own gas? Kind of a third world fucking country, is this? Yeah, it's like, meanwhile, I'm putting $11 in gas in my car, like, fuck off, guy. <laughs> I didn't know this was a competition. I didn't know me pumping my own gas made me a poor. I thought my fucking spending habits did that. Um, Let's see, what else do we got in here? But yeah, that, that tipping thing, it really does fuck with me. Especially because... I like to go on benders. You know, I take maybe take a Friday off work, maybe get a little too drunk on a Thursday. This was this was funner and less problematic when I wasn't a sixty-five year old man. But in my younger days, and I would like on Sunday I'd go to a gas station and I would try to tip everyone. So yeah, I gotta stop that. Um, for some reason I wrote down I'm excited to cook, like I've never cooked before. Um, strange. <laughs> sure i had more thoughts on that <laughs> it's like yeah, tell her, you've eaten food i've seen it um i wrote fuck baths which i have i have very strong feeling about baths i don't trust them i don't fit in them i don't like them yeah 
Bats are bats are pretty 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 gnarly. When's the last time you've taken a bath? Oh, you say bath or did you say bat? Well, I, think I said, said I, think I said, said bat. I said baths, like with water. Uh, also, <laughs> also, fuck bats. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I had bat on the mind with the coronavirus thing, and uh, also, um, have you ever heard of the Sioux Falls Batman? Like the, uh, there, if you haven't, the, there's a guy that, uh, um, I guess he personally likes, I think he's pretty popular, um, like a local, uh, Love hero, celebrity. Love yep. celebrity. hero slash celebrity, but he's got like one of those, uh, uh, what are they, the, the slingshot or whatever, those, oh, yeah. those little side-by-side things. Oh, fuck yeah, I've seen this, I've seen this before, I've seen it on yep. Facebook. Yeah, so, uh. Uh, I guess just recently there's this uh, account, uh, this Facebook page that was like the Sioux Falls Joker, and, <laughs> and he's yes. just like bashing this, bashing this Batman guy, and he made this, uh, he made this video of like a bunch of edited clips of like Sioux Falls Batman, and uh, it got taken down, but oh, oh my god, no. it was hilarious. <laughs> Dude, I am so in. Uh, you want to? We should just both dress as Bane. <laughs> Yeah, I was joking around. I was like, I will be Sioux Falls Mr. Freeze, and I will just bash this guy to no end. <laughs> I'd say, I'm not saying we should just become supervillains, but I'm kind of in. I, and I mean, I will say that the guy is, the guy is, uh, I think, good-hearted in the fact that he does like kids' birthday parties and he visits kids in the hospital and he does like. Uh, some nonprofit charitable work and, and stuff like that. But from what I have seen of the person himself, he is very much um, fully into the fact of being Batman. And uh, he definitely thinks that he dishes out vigilante justice and he should be respected, even though he wears a child's costume um, and drives around in a slingshot that he painted uh, Batman symbol on the outside of. So he not super self-aware, um, so the guy does have a little bit of douchiness to him. I will, will say that, but I will also say that, you know, he is doing good things. So I won't bash him for helping the kids, but, uh, yeah, that, that Sioux Falls Joker thing. I wish it hadn't gotten taken down before I could send it to you. Cause oh my, it was hilarious. Uh, I will bash him only by saying this, I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> God, I might be the scarecrow. I just start in, just throwing powdered acid in people's faces. <laughs> the Riddler just asks people a bunch of silly questions that don't make any sense. Oh yeah, so where I work, we're not allowed to like I have to like receive like ship shipments and stuff, and we're not allowed to like bring them into like the office or like the warehouse or anything. And like we have this whole system set up so like nothing that we brings in can be infected by an outside person. And I, so I, we had a conference call about like, like what we're supposed to do. And I kindly suggested that we ask them riddles. <laughs> and everyone was like, what? And I was like, it was a joke. Sorry. I, cause now we're like, have you been to any foreign countries? We have to ask all these very serious questions. I don't understand why I can't just be like, mm, what crawls in the morning? What walks at noon and lays at night? 
Like, why why can't I do that? I mean, I think it's totally fair to sneak a couple of those in. I mean, I definitely do. Like, what are they going to do? I'm an essential employee, baby. What is your mother's maiden name? <laughs> <laughs> what are the last... What's your... What's the first name of your pet, or your first pet you had? Interesting. You start asking him security questions. (laughs) Where did you graduate high school from? What was your high school mascot? (laughs) Like, this is weirdly specific. I'm like, to answer the questions, man. I would love to accept this delivery, FedEx man, but you're not answering your questions. (laughs) What is your blood type? (laughs) Why is that important? Answer the question, sir. (laughs) Let me see that clipboard you're holding. No. What are you writing? Nothing. Uh, but yeah, but I also deal with a lot of old, old, old people at my jobs, and they, they, they speak a different language. First of all, they're old people. I understand that. They, they're warming up to my sense of humor, which can only be described as douchetastic. But they also only talk in Facebook memes. Like to hear a seventy-year-old man who's been a trucker his entire life say the word meme it's like watching a dog try to talk like it they they don't quite understand but they also to, to, like you know how like old people used to like they do four words and like you have like 70 forwards and you scroll down to the bottom sometimes there's boobs mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them not them now are just like shit that you would see on the internet in like 2012 where it's like a picture of a sloth like I I can still date her, but I can still date her, but she's still my cousin. Like stuff like that. They print these out to show to me. They are proud of them. It's like currency to them, and I can't get enough. <laughs> Tyler, stand, stand right there. Let me go. Let me go get this picture of this meme on my on my pocket. Yeah, like we there. They use our printers to print out memes to show me. It's awesome. And I, I, I laugh every single goddamn time. And I can't get enough of it. I'm addicted to it. The, the, the memes they show me, they're fantastic. They are stuff that I saw eight years ago. And they are never prouder. They all have my email address. They could forward those to me. Nope. Print them out. Show them to me. Don't show me on your phone. Don't do that. Print it. Show it to me. I will hang it on the bulletin board. That's an awesome move. I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> Dude, it is. It's awesome. I'm just going to carry around a folder. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there is legit. There is a guy who has a clipboard who has multiple memes printed out. I like to think when I don't see him, he just like, like he's feeling down. He pulls it up. Uh, the one he showed me a couple weeks ago was a picture of Alan from The Hangover. And it's like, I hate when I roll my window down to let a fly out and 16 flies, 18 mosquitoes, and a Jehovah's Witness get in. Dude, I laughed. I laughed hard. Dude, he, I bet he went home to his wife, ate a bunch of macaroni salad. It was like, I got the new guy at work today. He was laughing. He fucking loves my memes. I'm a meme lord. <laughs> those, those old boys get it. I'm a simple man with simple pleasures. And they trip my trick every time. Good for them. Uh, one of them one of them is a picture of uh, a lemur 
to bring it back to the Zubamafu. This is Zubamafu. I'm going to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, yep. It's a lemur. It just says, everyone calm the fuck down. I got this. I'm like, yep, yep, solid. Eight out of ten. Oh, man. I I yearned for the sinfulness of a week ago when the when the Ronies hadn't killed everyone. We were talking about Tiger King. The world was so simpler. Yeah, it's nuts, man. It's it's uh I I I mean last week I I had written down about like how uh like Britain, like in northern England, how they were like issuing fines to people who were like leaving their houses like if they weren't doing, uh, they weren't like essential workers and they would like pull them over. And if they didn't give them a good reason, they would like find them. And I was like, Oh, that's crazy. And then a week later I was like, okay, that's not so crazy anymore. Like, yeah, yeah. A week ago, a week ago, I wouldn't have, I would have laughed right in your face. Now I'm assuming we're like two weeks away from the national guard. Like, pummeling my key with 50 caliber shells and like sir what are you doing i'm like a gas station <laughs> i'm sorry just need some corn nuts that's it <laughs> i was gonna say i was looking for chocolate peanut butter pretzels i'm sorry quarantine they're like you're not quarantined I'm like why did you shoot me uh before before we were before this after the uh, Anderson Silva fight got over, I also started watching Baby Driver. Dude, that movie rules. It's pretty good. It was on Hulu. I tossed it on. I really want to fucking. I wish I was that good at driving so I could be that. Because I there was a that. point in time where you, you you displayed some similar driving skills. Yeah, well, that was the first thing I thought of. I was like, Ooh, we should talk. I was like, we should talk about that. And then I thought about, it. I was like, how long ago was that? We should give that. Yeah, one a statue limitations. <laughs> yeah, we should let that one breathe. Yeah, we might want to push that one off a few episodes. <laughs> Shout out to Brad, who's probably sitting on his pontoon right now, who's going to hear this episode and just scream, Paul Walker Jr. I. <laughs> He's he knows there's a select group that knows and one day we'll release that tape one day. Yeah, inside jokes are the best for podcasts when you have yeah. no idea what we're talking about. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a little treat for future you because one day you'll find it. And you'll think about this and be like, oh, my God, they were talking about that. <laughs> They'd be like, God damn, Tyler wasn't joking about being a terrible person. <laughs> Oh, good for me. Oh, Ooh. well, one of these is problematic, <laughs> but apparently I was feeling something today. I also saw a video on Instagram where a dude was wearing like, you know, like a uh, college t-shirt, college t-shirt that you buy at like a bookstore that just says like the, uh, like it says like the college across it and then like their emblem underneath it. I saw a video today of a dude who had one of those except it was from Menards. It said Menards, like in college lettering, and then it had the Menards logo underneath it. Holy fuck. I would pay any amount of money for that shirt. I'm getting all my clothes from Menards from now on. <laughs> Menards you. Yeah, dude, it was awesome. I will try to find the video to send to you because it is fucking awesome. Like, like, you know how uh, Carhartt was originally just for, like, 
dusty cowboys and like loggers and now now like every 17 year old girl has a carhartt hat mm-hmm. yeah i'm changing it up and i'm going i'm classing it down i'm going all menards that's like everybody got big into the nasa shirts for some reason like you see people wear like nasa t-shirts all the time yeah, that was a little menards strange. is right on the cusp man i mean yeah. it could start with you i mean you're a trendsetter i really really am i really am and I think if I fucking I roll in and I'm wearing a Menards jumpsuit, people are like, "Holy shit, this guy gets it. This guy's fucking cooking." And God, I wish I wish I could show you that video right now. It is magical. Also, the the problematic one I have written down just says Italians, and it's written in a way that I could tell I wasn't looking when I wrote it. I don't know what they did or if they did something awesome, but Italians, you're on watch. <laughs> you're, you're something's going on there. Oh, oh, I remember it now. Um, you know, you know what I've never seen around here? Like actual like Italian meatballs. Like I think the closest I've ever seen is Subway with their meatball sangi. <laughs> Have you ever had? Have you ever just seen a giant meatball someplace? I, I'm trying to think. I think I might uh, might have gotten appy at uh, Johnny Carino's that was like meatballs, but yeah, you don't really see a lot of uh, like legit spaghetti with like just some big old balls on it. Yeah, I'm. I want that. That's like that sounds magical. Like the, yeah, the only thing we, the only thing we get around here is fucking Swedish meatballs, which are delicious. You'll never I, hear me slander that. I think, uh, yeah, it's like in the Midwest, like having a huge ball of meat is just too much work for us, so they just ground it up <laughs> into meat sauce to make it easier for us with yeah. the forks. <laughs> yeah, they're just like they literally they they saw us and they're like they're not gonna figure out meatballs. We gotta dumb this down for them. We gotta, we gotta knock this one out. <laughs> yeah, because people like me, you hand me a giant ball of meat, I'm trying to fit the whole thing in my mouth immediately. Yeah. It's <laughs> like tiny pieces. What could these be for except for me to choke on? I would definitely cram an entire meatball in my mouth. Zero problem. Touchdown, Jason Witten. <laughs> Hell yeah. Did he, did he actually did he run after the catch or did he just catch it in the end zone? Uh, posted up in the end zone, classic. Uh, yep. Yeah. Turn turn broad broadside. <laughs> Stop a foot deep in the end zone. <laughs> Jason Witten yards per catch five. Oh, he averages five yards after catch. No, that's his total yards per catch his entire career. Yard yeah. after. He's not catch. a yak. Not a yak guy. Yeah. He's, he is. He is simply catch it, and that's where I will be tackled. I think he's uh, he's going to the Raiders, right? He's a Raider now. Yeah. The Cowboys brought him back into the fold because I'm assuming Booger McFarland bullied him too much in the booth. And he, went, <laughs> he went back to football, and then he abandoned us loyal Cowboy fans who were putting, like, Jason Witten or Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, we already have one. His name is Jason Witten, and now we look like idiots. Because he's a Las Vegas Raider. I uh, 
I had uh, uh, I have like a little plaque on the wall of Jason Witten, but it was before he came back. So like they they printed it with like all his career stats, but that was before <laughs> he came back from Monday Night Football. And then obviously now he's a, he's a Raider. So uh, some of the factual information that's printed on this plaque is no longer factual. Oh man, if if it's hard it's hard to defend ourselves as a not white supremacist podcast when you've got a Jason Witten plaque on your wall. <laughs> My guy. <laughs> yeah, I really liked how he wasn't explosive at all. He was a real lunch pail tight end. First one in the gym, last one to leave. Coach's son. That's I mean, I he like he he's he's always been like one of my one of my favorite players. Um, it, it was tough when he got into the booth for me. I mean, the whole pull the rabbit out of his head thing, and yeah, yeah. I do respect him and Brian Urlacher. Brian Urlacher was one of probably my favorite football player of all time. I respect that they just left the game, came back a year later, full heads of hair. <laughs> like, like we weren't gonna notice it's like so you kept your head shaved since you were uh, 19 years old and when you were 38 you were just like fuck it i'm gonna let it grow <laughs> and it's gonna be luxurious yeah erlacher with a head of hair was very very strange uh, but god damn that's 100 percent something i would do like i've been thinking about i mean obviously i'm part of the bald beautiful boys gang and but Holy hell! I I've, I'm thinking about getting into wigs. <laughs> wigs, just wigs. Listen, I if girls can have weaves, why can't I wear wigs? I mean, honestly, if you can get a uh, a bleach blonde mullet for me, um, those are kind of <laughs> hot in the streets right now, so I'd be in on it. Oh God. Oh, God damn it. One of the old guys showed me a meme of, because we talked about Tiger, uh, Tiger King for a while today. And one of them showed me a picture of Joe Exotic. And my, God damn, it might have said final boss of Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> and I That's was like, pretty good. Yeah. So you boys got me again. Yeah. Huh? Well, when you got it, you got it. All right. That is, that was. That was one page of uh, Life in the Tyler. Got about six more ready. But we are at an hour 45. I feel like that's long enough for the cast. Yeah. We've went over some things today. Yeah. Uh, And none of of it that bad. Uh, The the Italian things got a little dicey at the end because I didn't know where I was going with it. But it turns out it was about meatballs because I respect their culture. I was gonna, I was gonna bring <laughs> up the fact that you never uh, sent me your gamer tag again. But at this point I, in time, I'm just gonna make that like the running joke of the show, <laughs> and kind of like the I kid that just continuously gets left out of everything. <laughs> you know, he's like, no, 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 for sure, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll send you the directions of the party. Just, uh, uh, you know, uh, just wait. You know, can I, can I get your number? Yeah, I'll, I'll text, I'll text it to you. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm going to do it one day. I honestly haven't played. Listen, uh, that's the one thing. I Like I like I said earlier, I have a lot of spare time. I get bored quite frequently. I'm the person that turns on the Xbox, gets to like the loading screen, and then just like, well, I don't want to fucking play video games. 
And I'm going to have to start doing something. Hey. Well, I did uh, uh, I did uh, download Warzone, um, started playing that with uh, a couple of the boys. Wasn't uh, wasn't very good. Kept getting smashed in the gulag all the time. <laughs> we got to talk about the gulag. The goulash. The goulash. I, I didn't know what was going on. First of all, in Warzone, for the un, uh, uncultured folk, you it's before you even start, it puts you into like a 45-second free-for-all. I thought that was the game right away. Dude, mm-hmm. I, was, I was doing awesome. Nope. <laughs> nope. So that fucked with me a little bit. See, I thought it was a game too, but I was not doing awesome. <laughs> yeah, then I then when I first played it, this was like two weeks ago, got murdered just horrendously. But then they sent me to the gulag, and I had no idea what was going on. And then all of a sudden, this man just started assaulting assaulting me, and I was like, "This video game is starting to get a little too real." <laughs> like, <laughs> it's shower time, boy. I'm like, no. But then they put you into just a pit. And then you have to fight for survival. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was playing with my buddies, and they had played before, so they were like trying to talk me through it. And I just like, yeah, you go in there, and then you gotta like fight your way out. So like uh, the first time I went in there, I went into like the the loading, like when you're waiting to get in, and you're like up top, like throwing rocks and like yeah. punching people. And so I was just punching the shit out of this one guy. I was like, I fucking got him. And then they're like, No, 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 that's just like almost like a load screen like you're just waiting for your chance to get in i was like oh yeah oh well fuck <laughs> I, I just tired my guy out by punching this man six thousand times <laughs> fucking goulash man also for some reason the uh i heard the phrase uh taking hot dicks in the gulag this weekend and <laughs> i have been laughing at that the entire goddamn time even even when I was in my cough syrup state on Monday at work, I just would be chuckling to myself, like, yeah, you leave me taking hot dicks in the gulag. It just kills me. Not sure what it's from, but goddamn, it is funny. <laughs> well, well that's, uh, that's damn near two hours of our sweet voices. Yeah, at least, he, at least we got a little bit of a release of uh, all the takes that have been building <laughs> up in our loins. Yeah, I was going to say, well, and uh, today's Tuesday? Yes. Yeah, today's Tuesday. So let's just plan on recording on Thursday, because we we owe the fans one. I owe the fans one. You were ready. I was not. That was my fault. That was my fault, listeners. Well, I mean, I'll, Tyler, I'll, I'll wholeheartedly blame you, but uh, <laughs> I was also I was also busy on those nights. So when you, when you said that uh, you weren't able to go, I was like, I was like oh, whew. So I could catch so up on weird. a few things. That's so weird because in the text messages you were being very mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I respect the victim blaming there. Like, wow, fucking wow. Tyler, blow me off again. That's fine. That's <laughs> like, thank fucking God he said it, not me. I'm like uh, super not a fan of confrontation, so I'll passive aggressive the shit out of you. <laughs> we're gonna do great. <laughs> we're gonna be 40 episodes in and both of us are gonna be like yeah cody if you could fuck off yeah no no let's talk seriously <laughs> <laughs> i'm so excited to be here you fucking dick tell you my right. set up <laughs> well i guess huh? uh 
we Hugsy. eased into Hugsy. episode three, and hopefully we'll plan for episode four come Thursday. Uh, I'm going to go Carol Baskins. Uh, hugs and kisses to all my cats and kittens out there. <laughs> all right. XOXO. Uh, See ya. To, talk to you soon. Bye. See ya. Yeah.